Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of a brand new podcast, The Wildlife Fat Files. This episode, we are focusing on anteaters. Anteaters refer to several medium-sized insect-eating mammals found in the southern hemisphere. They are edentate animals, meaning that they have no teeth. They have very long tongues, which they primarily use to eat 35,000 ants and termites in a single day. There are four species of anteater. This includes the giant anteater, the silky anteater, the southern tamandua, and the northern tamandua. They are from the order which also includes the sloths. Giant anteaters have a very low body temperature. This can be around 91 Fahrenheit, which is 32.7 Celsius. As a result of this, they have a much slower metabolism. Giant anteaters have been around for about 25 million years. With a host of unique body features, the giant anteater is easily one of the odder-looking animals known to roam the forest and savannas of Central and South America. The anteater is obviously most famous for its tongue. The tongue of the giant anteater is about 2 foot, which is 61 centimetres long. That's longer than your pet cat. The giant anteater's tongue has tiny backward-facing barbs that hook onto its food. The saliva of a giant anteater is extremely sticky. Both of these combined make it extremely difficult for prey to escape. They can flick their tongues in and out of their mouths up to 150 times per minute, or more than twice a second. Giant anteaters have no teeth. Instead, they have hard plates in their mouths that crush ants and termites as they are rushed up the snouts with their tongues. This creates a sort of insect paste that they swallow. The giant anteater walks on its knuckles, much like a gorilla. This is so it can keep its claws nice and sharp. These claws are used for digging and for defence. With razor-sharp claws and big, powerful forearms, giant anteaters make light work of digging through termite mounds and thick, fallen logs to get at their tasty treats. Their tail is used as a cover to keep them warm at night or cool during the day. The tail acts as an insulator when they sleep. It also acts as a form of camouflage to hide them from predators. The giant anteater's hair is long, straight and coarse, except when it is very young. The bushy tail is particularly coarse, even straw-like, and is usually darker in colour than the rest of the anteater's body. On all giant anteaters, a large black strip radiates from beneath the snout out to about the mid-torso. 
The black stripe is surrounded by a thin outline of white, light grey or light brown, which also extends to cover both front paws. Near the base of the front paws, a black ring can usually be found as well. The giant anteater's distinct colour patterning may add to the camouflaging of the animals, especially in forested areas. The giant anteater's head is long and tube-like, ending in a small black mouth and nose. Compared to the giant anteater's brain, which is quite small relative to its body size, the skull is particularly large, ending up to about 18 inches in length. The giant anteater also has a keen sense of smell. Their sense of smell is regarded to be some 40 times stronger than that of humans. Opinions from scientists are mixed on the giant anteater's sense of hearing. Giant anteaters have poor vision. They cannot see colours. Well, they cannot see many colours at least. Or they cannot see very far. Their paws are also very interesting. The giant anteater has four toes on each front paw, though they vary greatly in size. The innermost toe is not really visible, it's more like a small bump. Two of the other front toes are very large and heavily clawed, while the third, also heavily clawed, is twice as long as the others. The giant anteater's foreclaws are used are long and powerful as they were designed to rip open ant and termite hills and to defend an anteater against predators. These claws fold against the palm when not in use. The hind paws have claws too, though these claws are much smaller than the formidable fore claws. The average length of an anteater is around six and a half foot, this is two meters. Although about half of this is their long bushy tail. They can vary from 1.8 to two meters, however. The weight of the anteaters are giant anteater, 33 to 41 kilograms, the southern tamandua, 1.5 to 8.4 kilograms and the silky anteater 180 to 400 grams. The giant anteater can be found naturally in 14 countries. Wild giant anteaters live in grasslands, deciduous forests and rainforests of South and Central America. Though most common in South America, they can be found anywhere from the tip of Mexico through Central and South America, as south as Uruguay and Northwestern Argentina. They live in grasslands, savannas and open forests, open tropical forests. Giant anteaters' territories range from 1 square mile for adult males and about 1.4 or 1.5 square miles for adult females. However, these animals are wondrous and tend not to stay in one spot for too long. After spending their day looking for food, 
they will find nightly shelter in tree bases or by hollow logs. The giant anteaters are very solitary and the only time you ever see them together are when they are meeting and when the mother and baby are together. Giant anteaters regularly bathe. People don't know why for certain it might be to wash away any ants or termites or it might be a cooling method. They're also quite strong swimmers and some have been known to swim down the river for miles. They are normally quiet animals but the young do make noise when threatened and they may make a bellowing noise. When they are young the sound is high-pitched shrilly grunt noise which is the noise you heard at the start of the podcast. A baby that has fallen off his mother's back will grunt to its mother to get her attention. Other typically observed sounds are when mating is taking place or when the mothers communicate with their young. They may offer hissing, snorting, roaring and sniffing to communicate a variety of messages. Courtship between males and females has not been well documented in the wild, so it's not known exactly how and when the giant anteaters find each other, and what rituals they go through during the courtship process. There have been several observations of hostile interactions generally generally between males. This suggests giant anteaters defend specific territories to some extent, but much more investigation has to be done to understand the entire mating strategy. Gestation lasts up to 100 to 100, 180 to 190 days. This is about six months. The female delivers by standing on her hind legs propped by her tail. Giant anteaters normally only bear one single young at a time, and babies are born fully coated with furs and markings. Immediately after birth, newborns climb through their mother's fur, and the mum licks the baby clean. Suckling lasts about six months. Females have mammary glands located lateral to the armpits on the chest or abdomen. Giant anteaters carry their young on their back for much of the baby's first year of life. Not only as their caring parents, but this also makes the mother look bigger, making other animals think twice about attacking such a large target. After several months, a youngster will start to take short trips away from the mum, but when it is tired or scared, it will hop back up to the safety of the mum. The youngsters stick around until it's nearly full grown, about two years, or until the mother gets pregnant again. After that time, a giant anteater will leave its mother to pursue its own life. Anteaters reach sexual maturity between 2.5 and 4 years. The lifespan for an anteater is 14 years, but it can be lower for a female. 
they can live around 25 years in captivity. Anteaters can sleep for up to 15 hours a day. In between all this resting and sleep, they will venture out to look for termites and ants. Giant anteaters forage for food in savannas, wet forests and swamps, all places where ants and termites are plentiful. Despite the name, the main diet of an anteater is actually the termites, although they do eat ants on a regular basis. Anteaters have been known to supplement their diets with soft fruits such as mango and papaya. They'll eat around 35,000 ants and termites a day, which is around 1 million in a whole month. They only feed at a nest or mound for 2 minutes at a time. There's two reasons for this. Firstly, it takes soldier termites around that time to be able to recognise their home is under attack and get ready to defend it. Secondly, it allows the insects time to repopulate. So the giant anteater will always have a readily supply of food available to them. They also don't want to get attacked by the ants and termites. They are extremely fast eaters, though at one stop a giant eater will munch down a few thousand insects in just those few minutes. The giant anteater fulfills its need for water by licking wet vegetation. The principal enemies are pumas and jaguars. These large predators must be careful in their attacks, however. Sometimes the anteaters try to outrun their attackers, but other times they fight. Rearing up on their hind legs, they slash at their foes with their sturdy forearms and sharp claws, which can be up to four inches long. Giant anteaters have also been known to grab an attacker, crushing it with their powerful front limbs. Humans are a giant anteater's biggest threat. Run-ins with cars can be a problem, and an even bigger concern of late has been the killing of giant anteaters for their pelts or for sport. However, human-induced habitat destruction remains the most immediate danger for the giant anteater. The giant anteater is currently classified as vulnerable by the International Union for Conservation of Nature and Natural Resources. It is also on the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species 2000 Red List of Threatened Species. Only about 5,000 anteaters remain in the the wild. They used to be found in Uruguay, Guatemala, Belize and El Salvador, but are thought to have been driven out of these four countries due to habitat destruction and overhunting for pelts, leather and in some cases bushmeat. More than half of the scrub forest and grassland habitat in the Brazilian in the Brazilian uh, habitats been lost to agriculture over the last 35 years. 
the remaining habitat is becoming increasingly fragmented by roads and highways, leading to a high mortality rate through vehicle collisions. Giant anteaters are among the most frequently killed on these roads, and road accidents fatalities now pose a serious threat to the species' long-time survival. There are a few conservation projects which can be looked up. In Brazil, the RZSS has launched the Antita and Highways project, who collect Antita road interaction data and help protect the species in the wild. The team are also investigating whether roads are affecting Antita population persistence through the creation of population sinks and barriers to gene flow. The Iberia project started in 2007 and more than 100 orphaned anteaters have been rescued from different provinces in northern Argentina. The first established, the first population established with the release of 32 individuals currently has more than 100 anteaters in the wild and subsequent releases have made for greater release stories. Several zoos such as the National such as Nashville have also conservation programs which greatly help the anteater. In 2007, a zookeeper in Argentina was mauled and disemboweled by a giant anteater. The, an the anteater either saw the zookeeper as a threat to her young, or she was just guarding her territory. Either way, they can be deadly. When the first giant anteater were brought back to Europe in the 1700s, scientists all the time believed that all giant anteaters were female and that their long snouts were used for mating. In 1969, an eccentric artist and all-round surrealist, Salvador Dali, was photographed walking his pet anteater in Paris. In the next episode, I will be discussing alligators. In the meantime, you can find a Facebook page for this podcast where you can like to stay updated on the latest episodes, ask questions, or suggest species for future episodes. I would be grateful if you would subscribe or follow this podcast and share with anyone whom you feel will be interested. Reviews are also greatly appreciated. Until next time, take care.